Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Hello. Oh, she uh, walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Woo. Walk it like a talk it. You. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Woo. Walk it like a talk it. Hey. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Oh, no. You push play on this one. I listen. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if this is the one you should listen to. Uh, if, if if you are thin skinned, um, a bit sensitive. Uh, hey, listen. I, oh, okay. You're gonna stick with it. All right. Well, listen. I'm warning you. Barcaro's bringing it. He's controversial. He's making us eat the vegetables. And um, all right. I warned you. Here you go. The Fringe, it's back. Can you believe it? Numero Quattro. Uh, I love it. Vaquero, Numero Quattro. And some of you are wondering, like, yo, you didn't post last week, and I, I got to come clean. Um, I This is D DJ Tommy P, by the way, a.k.a. just Tom. Tom's just boring, but I, Tom, I, I had some family stuff I had to take care of, uh, is the short version of it. I'm not going to get into details, only just to protect uh, uh, my, my loved ones. But just know this. Uh, we try to talk a good game, but you listen to the hook, right? We need to walk it like we talk it. And if I talk all this stuff, but I'm not taking care of my wife and I'm not taking my kids care of my kids, I am going to be the ultimate hypocrite. And with all this together time with uh, uh, COVID, I hey, sometimes some things rear their ugly heads, and I got called out, and she was right. I was not. I have not been treating all my kids exactly the same. And uh, some things where I need to reflect, I need to go, um, in fact, some additional therapy. And uh, sought wise counsel, like Vaquero Guapo. So thank you all that were able to give me some wise counsel on that. And I'm a work in progress. And just want to let you know, that's what went down. I'm like, I I'm not going to record this week. And Nate had grace on me. And But I know you're loaded up now, my friend, my, me amigo. You have notes <laughs> in front of you. And I know we're going to do some... We're gonna get at it, aren't we? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna eat some vegetables, or we're gonna we're we're gonna tackle some of this heavy stuff that you've been we've been warning about that that was common, correct? It's gonna get a little uncomfortable. Is that fair to say, Vaquero? Yeah, today is a day that it's going to get uncomfortable, and we're going to lean in and and do some of the things that are uncomfortable, and talk about some of the things that are uncomfortable. But first, the opening song is "Walk It Like." You talk it, and Tom, you walked it like you talked it last week. Mm. I know it wasn't an easy week for you, and mm. again, without going into details, I know your heart, and I know how invested you were in uh, the situation that you're referring to, and yeah, it's nice to do a podcast, but not at the expense of um, other higher priorities with your family, and so thanks for modeling the right behavior. And I know it's not, you're not out of the woods yet and you still got some work to do, but uh, kudos for walking it like you talk. Thank you, brother. We are all works in progress for sure. So yeah, stay tuned. I, I, I'll, I'll do, I will give a progress report. In all fairness to the fringe, I, I yeah, we're, we're, we're talking about kicking ourselves out of our comfort zone. Uh, that's what we're going to do today, right, Nate? And I will encourage you, by the way, you're going to get rattled, you're going to get ruffled, and some of you are going to get whipped up a bit. And I'm just say stick with us because I we're definitely going to go for the point-counterpoint, point-counterpoint in a way, uh, the best that we can. And I will, we'll hear from you anyway, right, Nate? 
atmosphere of hostility came over the group mm-hmm. and it fractured the group. I mean, I'm, there's no easy way to see it, to say it after five days of perfect harmony in the span of 15 minutes, all of that harmony was gone mm-hmm. and it didn't ever fully recover. It took a day and a half even for the group to kind of come back together as a group even. Uh, it became a bunch of individuals or even, you know, factions, if you will. And the president is a, a unique political figure. And we we can't pretend that that's not the case. And at the same point, for those on the fringe, a particular segment of the fringe, they have lots of problems with that, um, especially when they... From Again, this is their vantage point, so I'm trying to take a dispassionate approach to this, but one of the voices that is being repeated often is, how can you support a president who has distinctly unchristian values? And that has become a barrier for a lot of people to advancing their own faith. And rather than shy away from that, today I would like us to talk about that If you already have a reaction to that, regardless of where you sit, I would ask that uh, you reference one of our early podcasts about how emotions are often a barrier to progress. And if you're having emotions right now, take a deep breath and try as best you can to lean in. And, and maybe hear something new or maybe hear something different. And I'm not going to get this right either. I am not unbiased. I have my own opinions and, and views as well. So um, my primary objective is to somehow be a shepherd through this topic for people who are on the fringe and can't get over that barrier. We are, we are trying to approach this at least from a factual standpoint. And the factual standpoint says no matter what side of the fence you're on, it's definitely the subject is highly incendiary right now. Right? There's no there's no debating that. You you can still argue you want to defend the one on top or you don't like the one there at, at the helm. But uh, there's no doubt it's a flashpoint big time. It, it, um, we are called to engage with that flashpoint. Right. And we are trying to address it saying, listen, you got to at least acknowledge there is definitely from the very passionate defenders to the passionate attackers. You guys are both fired up, man. There's no doubt. So continue on. So I did a small experiment and I asked, I just, I went on to social media and rather than put words in anybody else's mouth, I simply, I wrote a post and said, Hey, I've been doing a, a weekly podcast with uh, a friend of mine for you know those that are on the fringe. And one of those common objections for those on the fringe is that they're frustrated with you know, and find that many modern you know, American Christians are poor representatives of their best faith. Mm-hmm. One of the common stumbling blocks has been their perception, again, their perception, that professing Christians who support the president are moral hypocrites. Now, obviously, social media is not a very good medium to engage in substantive dialogue. So I asked, hey, would you be willing to send me your own reasoning if if you are in that camp of somebody who is a believer and a supporter of the president? Can you send me a, a message or an email in your own words, explaining what that means and how you would react um, or respond to somebody on the fringe with those questions. And again, rather than give my impression, I just wanted to see what is listen. What is this? Right. 
what is it going to be like? What am I going to get? Um, I got a number of responses to that, and it ran the full spectrum. Hmm. I'll start with one of the perspectives that I really liked um, that was on, on the end of the spectrum that to me was thoughtful. I'll put it that way, thoughtful and also challenging, but wasn't dogmatic and wasn't um, hostile, that, that didn't have hostility coming in. And so one of the first questions that this person asked back to me is, um, would you pose back to those on the fringe, who do you think I should support as a Christian? Hmm. It was an interesting question. Answering a question with a question is a great debate tactic, and I, and I like that because it's, it's not an attack, but it is, okay, if I'm going to examine what I believe, I'd also ask you to examine something on your side as well. Mm-hmm. And that is a good jumping off point to an honest conversation. He went on to say that he rejects the idea that Christians have to support the president. If, huh. And then what kind of wraps it up a little bit with, if a Christian makes excuses for our president's moral failings, then they are being hypocrites. Now, there is no mincing of words there. Now, again, this is a person who has said that he supports the president, and in quotation marks, supports, because he also wants fringers to define, well, what does support mean? Does that mean voting for them? Does that mean agreeing with everything that they say or everything that they do? Um, Because this person also has a heart for those on the fringe and has strongly held moral and political beliefs that have led him to his decision in this case to support the president. Mm. I like that answer. Um, and so what, I guess what's your reaction to that, Tom? Oh man, there's a lot there. I, here's the number one that thing that's coming to me is, uh, I can, I, again, I can feel the blood boiling on some already and they're already, some might have ejected already. I, I, I think it's this for those that are passionate, about the president, and you do call yourself Christian, and you do wish to defend the president, then I just want to humbly remind you, whatever passion, by the way, whether you're a, a passionate Christian Democrat or a, pa- a passionate Christian Republican or independent, remember, Jesus is your ultimate answer, right? It's God, Jesus, Holy Spirit. It's it's that power three up top. That That is your, that is your top answer. It's not it's 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 not Obama, and it's not Trump. Um, yes, they are your earthly leader currently, and they're going to come and go. Uh, I think you got to be. Uh, and then let me get to my point. If you're going to defend one or the other, then you better be prepared to do it in a very loving, compassionate way, as uh, as as Jesus would. Um, and that and it's just the, the bottom line. I I think that's that's the that's what comes to my mind, Nate. Um, back to you. Uh, that's super helpful. I, I like that, and, I, and it is a flashpoint. And um, I often I won't even reference the president's name um, because for some people that is such a trigger one way or the other that I, um, he holds a position of authority. Um, he has been selected as the president, and I can respect the office um, if nothing else. And so I, I offer the president the respect of. Uh, he's been elected by the people, and he is the president with a capital P. Now, I won't go any further than that on my own personal beliefs, but that is something that I think we are 
uh, all expected to do, regardless of which party is in office, is to respect the position. And so that that's that's my own personal uh, viewpoint there. So all the way on the other end of the spectrum, I want to share one other message. And and part of my post was that I hey I, I'd like your feedback and I'd like to be able to reference it. And so anything that got sent to me is fair game to be shared. And I okay. got one message that was. I'll just share some of some of the lowlights. One, it said, uh, the president is definitely not perfect, but he looks like a choir boy compared to the alternative. He's not my pastor. He's my president. And mm. I think that people that look at that as being morally hypocritical honestly aren't being logical. Those were the opening sentences of a very, very long diatribe. Interesting. And I, I, like that, I like that opener. I, 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 at least if you call yourself a Christian, that's a good way to handle it. I disagree, actually. I think it's a terrible way to handle it because right off the bat, he's rationalizing it um, and attacking anybody who disagrees with him as being illogical. Interesting. I I think, um, well, anyway, what got me was, you're right, the president is not your pastor. Um, I guess he is your leader, your government leader, but I, I don't necessarily look at to really any president is my religious leader or my mm-hmm. spiritual mentor or pastor. I guess that's where that person's comments resonate with me or did I misunderstand it? Well, it's open to interpretation then. Um, we, it sounds like you and I both had different reactions to that. <laughs> so again, it depends where we look at it, but I, I know we're in brotherly peace, but Hey, by the way, Nate, I'll say this, this is probably a good lesson for everyone listening. We don't agree on everything. But how do we handle it, right? Are, are we having a peaceful, logical conversation about this? Or are we going to let emotions get the best of us, right? So, yep. in all fairness to you, please continue. But what I what I heard, and maybe maybe I did, maybe I heard it wrong, but it's like I agree. I don't. I didn't never made Obama my my god, and I never made Trump my god. So sure. um, that's that's what I read from it, or that's what I heard from it, and maybe it, we'll just call that wishful hearing. Well, that was the first opening salvo. Um, so continuing on, um, he went on to say that uh, this is the most pro-life president of any camp- president we've had in 50 years, simply based on judicial nom- nominations. And so he gives him tons of props for that and is really setting up this nation to hold on to Christian standards for the next generation. People don't talk about that much because he's bombastic and they want to get sound bites of him on CNN, but that's all vapid. If you look at substance, he really is a good dude overall. Hmm. So no, I know there's point, Dev, I know there's plenty that would argue that. Um, go ahead, brother. So if we unpack that somewhat, we we stumble on one of the largest issues, um, which faith and politics has continued to um, hone in on as the singular issue in American politics, which is abortion. And we're not going to go into that today. But in this case, this person is really saying. I'm holding that to the highest standard um, and anything that might be considered bad values is really more of personality differences than values differences. Hmm. Um, It moves into a a few Hitler comparisons, which are always. Oh Lord have mercy. We always have. Thank God. Thank God for Hitler, right? A lot of those. My gosh, there's so many comparisons. Well, it's fair or not, but, um, 
Okay, gotcha. I, yeah. Well, here we go. Here's the uncomfortableness. Here's here's the eating vegetables part, right? Are you I, feeling it, Tom? Are you uncomfortable? Oh man, I feel it, but it's all right. I, this is something we have to go because here's again, listener. Uh, again, I always, um, I, I I really strive to be empathetic, maybe to a fault, but I just can tell you right now, my entire in-law clan, for the most part, is full on with the the way this thing opened up. They are so frustrated and they're so angry. Um, and uh, they're basically the take is, I don't know how you can be a Christian and, 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 and go this side. I mean, that's, that is my brother-in-law and uh, I'll save his name but just to his defense. I just, I, they're not alone. I, I just know they are. So before everyone getting super butthurt and, and defensive, just listen and contemplate it. And then you got to, you better, in, in a loving way, you better start then making your argument versus attacking back. Because what I'm seeing in social media is, I, I swear, I think some people are just looking for a fight on both sides. I, I think they're purposely, they're, 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 the ones attacking the president, they absolutely want a reaction and they're going for it. I, I think they want the vitriol. I think they want, I think they want to scrap, um, and, and, and the other side too, anyone that, that, uh, that I've seen a few, uh, me, oh, a lot few, I've seen a lot of memes, in fact, to the point where I had to back off, but I, I know the other side too, like, man, uh, you, you're looking for a fight. I just, I just can tell. I just, yes. Okay. Like I said, in an earlier podcast, you can be right, but you also can be a dick. And, um, if you really want to get your point across, uh, being, being an a-hole is, um, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not usually the best. And by the way, as I vent one more time, I, you know, I saw someone else p- p- put a post up there about talking about an orange clown and, um, as hurtful as that might be for some to hear, but listen to the counterpoint of that. You're calling someone an orange clown, although I don't know if you're any better. If you have a problem with this person name calling, you're name calling. I, I think you become what you detest and what you despise. There's definitely some irony here in all this. Absolutely. That's a really, really good point, Tom. I mean, there is a difference between your position and your posture. I am far more um, willing to listen to different positions, but I'm not very open to certain postures. And if those postures are um, snarky or completely sarcastic maybe or if they're plain mean spirited i don't care what your position is i'm not going to listen because your posture is so such a turnoff that i don't even want to engage and so when we look at people on the the modern fringe today this is one of the loudest voices out there that complains about um, professing christians doing things that they see as being very, very non-Christian. And it's up to us um, who are willing and hopefully dispassionate enough to be able to navigate it to say, yes, this is, there are elements of this that are wrong. And so I would love to see, this is a call out to those who um, are ticked off even just hearing this, to say, I would love to see supporters of the president stand up when they do see moral failings and call them out. Mm. Now, 
there are plenty of options to do that. Um, and you can do that in a way that still honors your own position. You can still choose if, if you're a pro-life, for example, you can, you can still say, yes, I support the president's policies on this. However, he's done this thing that goes against my values. I yeah. wish he wouldn't do that. And it's wrong. You don't have to change your vote. I'm not, I, I don't think that that's a, that's a false trap is to say that you have to vote one way or another. But I do think if we're called to a higher standard, which believers would say that we are, we have to rise above it. We have to still speak truth to power. In fact, we're the very few that should be speaking truth to power at great risk to our personal selves. I mean, martyrs were martyrs, not because they had a cushy retirement after they preached the gospel. They were martyrs because they spoke the truth wherever they went and they got killed for it. I would love to see more professing Christians. I don't, we don't need more martyrs. Please don't hear me that way. But we do need those who are willing to stand up and say, I want, um, I, or, or I even I demand that those in positions of power that I've aligned with do show honesty and love and peace, you know, fruits of the spirit, even if they're not a Christian, self-control. And we, if we had more self-control from the White House down to, the, you know, to your house, we would be in a far better position. So the, the one call-out on all of the responses that I got to this open-ended question, those who responded immediately were the ones that I put into the category of the angriest, mm. the most um, volatile, the least thoughtful, the least loving, um, my posts had been live for less, and this is not an exaggeration. My posts had been live for less than two minutes before I received my first text message and my first phone call. Yeah. Uh, and, on, and on one of those, they hadn't even finished reading the question. <laughs> I know. I, and by the way, Nate, we're, we're getting towards the end of it. By the way, we, I knew we weren't going to solve all this. And you've even said that no. at the beginning. To be continued. We're going to agree to disagree sometimes. You listener are going to, well, just disagree to disagree or agree to agree uh, to be continued, right? To be continued for sure. And I, I, but there's some final talking points. I think we, at least we need the listener to think about. And one is, okay, let me pick on the Christians a little bit. Those ones calling themselves Christians. What are you worshiping right now? Are you really sitting on social media and just waiting to pounce on everything uh, that, that might be offensive to you? Um, it might be time to look in the mirror and check yourself like I had to do with my own family last week. But um, I, I, need to, I need to emphasize there for, for some of you. And the other, okay, this is I guess this is what you have made your religion or your, your primary focus. I mean, uh, you're in a world of hurt, man, if this is really the, your, your primary where you're going to. Uh, I just uh, To me, it's like a terrible way to start the day. It just gets you more whipped up. And in fact, I mean, we didn't do any good today, but I hope we did. Just meaning at least we're going to tackle it and maybe we're going to encourage some people to step away a little bit and at least think themselves through versus just uh, wanting to meet behind the playground at three o'clock after the school bell. You know what I mean? So the, the good news is we do have instructions 
on on how to navigate these situations. The some of the parables in the Bible um, expertly navigate these issues, and so I'll, we can close with this one um, brief story. So this is um, in the New Testament. This is in the book of Matthew, chapter twenty-two, where uh, the Pharisees came to Jesus and wanted to trap him, basically, and so they asked a, a very very loaded political question mm-hmm. to him in front of um, all of the people. And uh, they basically said, is it lawful for us to pay taxes to the emperor or not? So the emperor in this case was Caesar. Mm-hmm. And the people hated the idea of paying taxes. Yeah, they weren't yet, huge fans of Caesar. <laughs> That's for sure. Continue. If Jesus had said, yes, we should pay taxes, then he would be on the, the, the pro-tax side of the debate, if you will and in the pocket of the empire, perhaps. Whereas if he had said, no, we shouldn't pay taxes, then these Pharisees would have gone to Caesar and said, you have a rebel in your midst who is trying to you know, incite an uprising mm-hmm. because he's not going along with the law. So that was the trap that was set. Mm-hmm. Um, and and don't, don't mistake it, it, even though it's a short story, the situation that we're in today reminds me of that because it is so loaded from the start. And so even my question on social media, acknowledging I had a small trap built into it. Um, I wasn't not expecting an answer that some of the answers I got, I was expecting it. Uh, So shame on me. Mm. However, um, Jesus's answer to this parable is one that many people have heard, but we'll still share it. He said, Render unto Caesar that which is his, and render unto God those that are God's. And so he does that after looking at a coin, and on the coin there's the image of Caesar. And the, the explanation is the image of the coin bears, or the, the coin bears the image of Caesar, so give that to him. Mm. You bear the image of the creator, so give your soul to him, give your life to him, because that's the image. Now that part of this parable has been talked about forever and ever. And we all, um, even with a passing knowledge of that parable, can understand Jesus is calling them to rise above politics. Mm. Now, I do want to go one step further with it, though, and then we'll close, which is, for those of you that are on the fringe, you also have to recognize that you are bringing a trap yourself to the conversation mm. when you ask questions about uh, politics because you're going into it with a loaded question and your own emotions and your own experiences and perspectives and you're already expecting professing Christians to fail and while that is unfortunate um, and the way that modern American Christianity and politics have gone, it generally ends up that um, evangelicals on line up on the conservative side and end up on the right. So if you're on the fringe and you're not in that segment, just recognize you're bringing that trap with you. And that's something for you to think about and recognize that you also, um, have to answer questions yourself. Now, I don't. I, I can't tell you what those answers are. I know that for me, the answer is different today than it was 15 years ago, and that I have completely 
changed how I view this parable and how I view my own politics. Um, and so we would be doing a disservice to anybody on the fringe by giving you a free pass and just saying, you're all right. The right-leaning evangelical Christians are all wrong. They're not. Um, and if you fall into that trap, you're going to be stuck on the on-ramp to the freeway for the rest of your life until you find a way through this. And in this parable, the Bible gives us all of that context in every perspective in five sentences. I don't know of another book that has that level of depth um, and insight and wisdom to be able to navigate the real world. Because again, we are called to navigate and engage with the real world. Uh, we're supposed to engage with culture, not run from it. We're supposed to be active in the public square, not silent. And if we do all of those things in a way that honors God and honors people, then we have a chance at actual Christian community, which is what I believe, despite all the hurt and anger, is what we're all searching for. One of the things that we're searching for. Vaquero, the poet, man, point, counterpoint. To be continued. Yeah, we have a, a, a thesis, as you were teasing a little bit, Nate. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can get the author involved on this as well. Uh, so stay tuned. We're not done. Yes, we'll hear you out. Both points, counterpoints, and we'll wish to navigate this. And by the way, we're not going to stay here forever either. Uh, we're we're going to move on to other subjects but um, on the fringe. But um, all right, Vicaro. Um, as uncomfortable as it was, uh, ate some vegetables. So appreciate you, brother. And Fringe Nation, uh, stay tuned. That was so uncomfortable. Um, can I have some dessert, please, to uh, help uh, get this vegetable taste out of my mouth? Anyway, thanks for joining us this week. You fall somewhere on that political spectrum. Whether you don't care or you care too much, wherever you fall, um, you're, you're, you're either at peace or, or you're angry. And, and some of you are very angry based on some of the recent comments and when I'm seeing in media and in um, the, the social channels, there's a lot of anger. And let me end on a bonus story. My dad is a psychologist, as some of you know. And when I was a young boy, I would fight with my sister a lot. And one day I went to my dad and said, she makes me so angry. And my dad calmly replied and said, your sister doesn't make you angry. You choose to be angry. Uh, of course, it took a little while for my little brain to wrap around that, but bottom line is I chose my reaction. You choose your reaction. You choose to get whipped up what, what you heard on today. You choose to fight on social media. You choose to fight at the dinner table. Hate is a choice. And for a deeper take, I will encourage you to check out Hate is a Choice. It's uh, on the blog at frydudes.com. And when you choose to post there, um, yeah, you'll, you'll, we'll see what you have to say. Lastly, whether you love the current president or you hate, remember, love and hate are both forms of passion. Some of you are giving way, way too much attention of your attention and passion to someone that you don't like. And for those that love to defend, especially you that call yourselves, quote, Christians, unquote, then defend with love and honor. Think about it. On a song note, 
hey, we don't take ourselves that seriously. Case in point, hopefully this one will crack a smile on your face. This is Why Can't We Be Friends by War. Yes, ironic. If you dig, please give them some love, add it to your plays list, and maybe share with someone that you do love or you agree to disagree with. Here you go. Now go. Shine. Love. Love.